There is a fascinating sort of David and Goliath story that's played out around here. There's a local company called Neora that was taken on by the Federal Trade Commission. They said, well, it's a, it's a pyramid scheme, and uh, we're going to break them up. They'd had a lot of luck going after companies fairly recently, Advocare and, and others. But Neora fought back, and they won. Jeff Olson is the founder and CEO of the company and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, it's a great pleasure. Thank you. So did you feel like you were taking on Goliath with the Federal Trade Commission? Oh, you are. When you deal with the, any t- a government agency, the, looking down that barrel is, 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 is very frightening. But uh, yes, but we, we were very confident in the facts and the law, and that's why we made a decision to fight. Well, let's talk about the company first, because I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I, I don't know it. But I do know there are a lot of sort of multi-level marketing companies that have sprung out of North Texas, going back to Mary Kay and Beauty Control and Mary Crowley years ago with home interiors and, and gifts. So is it that sort of a company? Yeah, it's, it's more like, it, yes, it is. It's in that space. It's more of an evolution. It's, it's more of a direct-to-consumer e-commerce platform. What I mean by that is everything is shipped directly to the consumer. There's really no inventory, as you might have in other ones where they buy bulk inventory and redistribute it. And so it's more of a direct-to-consumer e-commerce platform using uh, the direct sales model to spread the word, to re- create the relationships. So it's, it's a kind of, we might call it the modern way of doing it. And the products, it's a wide, wide array of products that you offer. I guess, it's, I guess that's grown over the years. Yeah, we, we started out in the skin space, beauty. It's a very sticky space, and uh, it's about the second biggest space. And we were there for about five years, and we moved over into the wellness space, which is the a very logical place, wellness and beauty. And uh, that kind of led us to the hair space, which led us to the fitness space. And so they're, they're all, you know, really all about just, you know, a person having a better life, whether it's their skin, their wellness, their fitness, whatever it might be. And, and, and the, the, the science behind the products, I, they're, uh, it sounds like it's more than just to get shiny hair. or. You know. No, we, uh, we, that's what we pride ourselves in uh, is working with top formulators, top inventors, top universities, to get things that are unique, that have differentiation first to the market, uh, real science behind them, clinical data, uh, uh, patents. And so uh, the, our products are very, very, um, they're high end. They're, and what we really focus on our products being clean and performance. And it's really hard to get performance and be clean. It's easy to be clean, not have performance. And so uh, we spend a lot of money and time in developing our products. And we're very proud of them. And that's really, really was the foundational thing that allowed us to win here because that's what allowed us to create a customer base that was bulletproof to what they were trying to say. Well, so the Federal Trade Commission, I gather, was saying it's a pyramid scheme as you have people, you know, that, that are selling your products, but they really make more money when they go out and recruit other people to sell their products because they get a piece of that and then it just... It, it keeps on building. How do That's you how they, do you fight an argument like that? It was very easy because the facts spoke the truth. Um, about eighty percent plus of our business goes to consumers, people outside of our business model. We don't even have a social security number. We have, like I said, we have a direct to consumer e commerce platform. Ninety uh, percent of our products go directly to people. There's no inventory. Uh, only four percent of our volume is even generated on enrollment packs. So that just flies in the face of what they're saying. The sad thing here, David, is is and when they gave us it's called the CID, the investigation order, which I don't I don't have a problem with the government doing an investigation. We um we gave them everything over the next couple of years. We gave them six million documents, uh, sixteen rounds of production, uh, hired the top uh, econometrician, uh, uh, Dr. Vandell, who's who used to be the head econometrician for the FTC. He went independently through all of our data and produced to them 
exactly that we were not that that all of our our business was a consumer based model yeah. it wasn't built around recruiting and they had that two years in and they just kept going and uh and so it's and what's really funny about the whole thing is you look at all the things that judge lynn one of the best judges you know very highly respected judge in the federal court did her ruling pointed to all the facts that they knew five years ago so so how long did this go on uh four uh three years and uh going back and forth four years in court well you're i mean your company is only a what a decade old 12 years old 12 years old so a third, we were, a third we of your corporate life, company. you were fighting with the Federal Trade Commission. We were a very, very successful company. It had gone uh, from zero to about five hundred million dollars in in less than five years, and we got on the radar screen for what, what we found out in testimonies is we'd won an award <laughs> for being a successful company, and uh, and they just came in with the lens that we were, you know, a, I'm not saying there's not companies out there that, that are that don't do it right, but we're not that company, and we proved unequivocally, you know. A year and a half into the investigation was not the case. They just kept coming forward and they wouldn't listen. And we showed them, we had everybody show them. And finally, we realized we had to sue them because all they wanted to do is put us out of business. And then we had to, you know, spend, you know, $23 million to fight them and, um, and get to this court decision and then find out we were 100% right five years ago. And they knew we were right. Well, do you, can you turn around and get funds out of them to pay for your legal fees and everything else? Nope. The government, uh, doesn't allow that to happen. All right, I'll I'll leave it alone. Let me. So, but so one other question. So, do you think they were just trying to get you? Well, you said go put you out of business, but 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 Advocare, I noticed, just settled with them and gave them gave them money. Is that would they have done that if you'd given them money? Would they? They, they, they wanted us to go. They wanted us to take the levels out. They wanted us to take it down to two levels of pay, which is now you're not in, you're not a direct sales model. That. Well, that pretty much destroys a company in this space. And then actually started talking about they just wanted you to only be able to pay a commission or an override or whatever to the person who actually made the sale. Now, that would fly in the face of real estate, that fly in the face of insurance and, and brokerage. And we just we wouldn't do that, you know. And, and then and um, and so uh, they're, they're just pretty much kicked us out as the company to go after. And because we were so highly recognized, I think, and to, you know, scare the industry and take us down. And we fought them, and we won. And it was and it was a very landmark ruling. It's they're saying it's the most significant ruling in this space since 1979. And it's the first person to ever take it to court on this issue and win. Wow. So so talk more about the company. You you really are a, a an international company. Uh, yes. Is that where the growth is outside of the U.S.? Uh, there's, you know, the, the industry is, you know, depending on who you're listening to is 180, 190 billion dollar industry of which about 40 of it is in in U.S. So, you know, significant part of it is outside of the U.S. Uh, in our business, our biggest market is the U.S., Canada and Mexico. And then and then we and then you go over to um, Asia and that's our second biggest area. So why here? I, and, and I'm curious, you know, I listed some of the companies I could think of just off the top of my head, Mary Kay and Beauty Control and Mary Crowley's, uh, you know, Home Interiors and right. Gifts and, and other companies that have that have started here. I don't know why here. Well, I, I had other businesses in Dallas and, and especially if you're doing a business that's, you know, United States or global. Just the fact you have that airport is amazing. The fact that you're central United States is amazing. I believe that the tax structure is good. You got a you got a friendly government. You got a great education system feeding you people. I, I actually believe Texans are the 
most proactive, willing people to work. I think I don't think there's a better place to put a company, especially if you're, you know, trying to do something on a, on a U.S. or global basis. So what's next for the company? Where's where's the growth now? Is it as you said, offshore? No, the the growth in the markets we're in this this is really a catalyst. This we this this is becoming like the New York standard, and we now we're kind of like what every company in this industry is going to try and look like. So we're we're kind of like the the visionary company now. So I, I think we're just going to see that, that get back to the growth we had. See when you're when you're when you're under a lawsuit with the FTC, you become radioactive. I mean, yeah. people Google you. There it is. So how does how does somebody sell your product or build your business when? The government's saying you're something that you're not. Okay, it's like a cold, wet blanket on your business, and so that's gone now. And uh, and then you know also when the federal government sues you, the collateral damage is terrible. We 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 uh, we, we lost our banking. We had 90 days we do our banking. We lost all of our merchant processors. We had 90 days to get our merchant process back. Our insurance went up threefold. Our suppliers tightened up the terms because they think you're, you know you go out of business. That's all gone. So we now are back. You know, after the seven years, we're back to operating like we did when we broke, you know, many, many records in the direct sales space a long time ago. So how do you market your company? It's all word of mouth. You know, uh, we do get a lot of, uh, of press and magazines about our products. OK, we do get articles. You know, we're getting a number of articles going to be written about us over this right oh, now. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of attention for this. This is because this is way bigger than the or it's way bigger than our industry. Well, and this and just so, happened, right? I mean, it just happened. Uh, what? Late last, last Thursday. Last Thursday. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing day after seven years and all everything we've been through with them. Sounds like a made for TV movie, maybe in there. Netflix. Uh, there's that people are coming out of the woodworks on books and all those kind of <laughs> ideas. You know, it, it's a sad thing here is I'm a very, I'm very pro American. I, I, I believe the government has its role and I'm not really, I don't, I'm not against them doing what they need to do. They just picked the wrong company and they didn't pay attention. You know, they just kept coming when they had the facts. And that's what's sad here. And it just saddens me that might happen to other people. So, yeah, there's a story need to be told. Yeah, it needs to be told. Okay. We got through it. Most companies couldn't get through it. And we got through it because we have good products. We have a company that has a lot of integrity and values. And we stuck by them. And, and that held us together. And stamina and time and deep enough pockets to fight them, too. That's, that's tough. It's it's a fascinating story. Jeff Olson's founder and CEO of Neora. It's good to have you with us. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.